Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Hello everyone and welcome to 100 Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host, Logan Landers. Today, we're going to NCAA Week 3 game preview between the Miami Hurricanes and the Texas A&M Aggies. So if you enjoy this video or support the podcast, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Well, this is an interesting matchup to say the least. We have Miami ranked number 13 at the moment. And the Texas A&M Aggies ranked at number 24, going at it in week three. Let's talk about these Hurricanes first and foremost. 2-0 on the young season in the ACC, looking pretty solid. Last week, they had a game against Southern Miss, the Golden Eagles. They got the win of that one 30-7. In that ball game. of course, we know quarterback Tyler Van Dyke put up, put up a very solid stat line. 20 of 29, 261 yards, 9.0 average, one touchdown, and one interception. The running game also was looking tremendous. Parrish and Franklin Jr., both those guys looking good. Henry Parrish, 23 carries for 109 yards, a 4.7 average, and a tutty. And Thaddeus Franklin Jr., 12 carries, 49 yards, a 4.1 average, and also got in the end zone also. Both those guys are going to be electric. The Miami offense ran the ball for 174 yards last week, looked very well. As for the defense, I mean, they only gave up seven points. I'd say that's a very solid game. And the receiving core, look out for Xavier Restepro. Also, look good. Six catches for 72. Rashard Smith, four catches for 53. Both those guys could have another big day. And talking about the defense, Corey Flagg Jr. led the way with six tackles on the day. They have three sacks of the team coming with Jacob Lishishin, uh, Najik Kelly, and also with Leonard Taylor getting one to boot. And they had seven tackles for loss as well as four passes defended and an interception by Tyreek Stevenson. So the defense was clicking on all cylinders for Miami. I'm expecting a good performance once again from this team. I know that they can look a little bit stagnant at some points in the time, but as long as they can get it going, as long as they can get Van Dyke rolling and that running game can bail them out sometimes as well, I think they're going to look really well. They've got 450 total yards last week. I know it is a, a lower opponent in Southern Miss, but still that is very impressive nonetheless. Also, turnovers, uh, in terms of penalties also, they had seven. Uh, you can always cut down those a little bit, and only one turnover, not too bad at all. Let's talk about these Aggies real quick. We all know what happened last week. A very much a brutal defeat at the hands of Appalachian State, man. I mean, no one saw this coming. It was a complete upset, 17-14. 
were the Mountaineers getting the win in that one. Uh, Haynes King, the quarterback for AM, not looked so, did not look good at all. 13 to 20 passing, that's nice. 97 yards, though. No touchdowns, no interceptions. Come on, man. You got to step it up better than that. Only a 21.3 QBR. And the running game didn't do much either. Uh, Devon Aichi, right? 10 carries for 66 and a touchdown. I mean, that was kind of the one bright spot. King ran the ball eight times as well for 17 yards. Um, only 83 total yards of offense for the running game. Um, like I said, the receiving core lean was Evan Stewart, five catches for 48. Behind him was Aeneas Smith with four for 21. So not much going on there. Like I said, they just could not get out the box. A lot of turnovers, man. That was the really the key to this game. A bunch of fumbles for this team. They fumbled it four times. They lost two of them. But still, you gotta you can't have butterfingers on this ball, man. You gotta get things going. As for the defense, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could look at some of the bright spots. Antonio Johnson was away with 13 total tackles. Right behind him was Chris Russell Jr. But what kind of worries me is this team was only able to get one sack last week against Appalachian State. I mean, I am a little bit worried about that. Only two passes defended as well. Um, they were able to get four quarterback hurries, but still, you got to get to the quarterback a little bit better than that. Uh, in terms of just the team stats for Texas A&M last week, what they did, third down efficiency was not their friend. Two of eight only, only 180 yards in total offense the entire ball game. Um, as for Appalachian State, they had 315. So that just lets you know how that went. Um, also penalties, right? They had seven, the same as Miami did last week, uh, seven care or seven penalties. But the real kicker here is what really lost this game for Texas A&M was the time of possession. And when I say that, when we go back to Miami, Miami held the ball for 37 minutes to, to win that ball game. Texas A&M only held the ball. Their time of possession last week was 18 minutes and 17 seconds. So they were just barely on the field. That's why the offense couldn't really get much going on because Appalachian State had the ball for 41 minutes. I mean, that's that's crazy. Appalachian State played a great game, had a lot of first downs, had no turnovers, and won the clock battle. So looking at this game here, like I said, I know Texas A&M is going to be ready to go, ready to brush off last week. And as for Miami, you're hoping to remain undefeated on the young season. So my final prediction for this one, I'm going to go with throw them up to you, getting the win in this one, 28-21. to 21. This is a seven-point ball game. I got it being close, but I think that the Hurricanes can get the win in this one. I trust their offense a little bit more than Texas A&M right now. And as for the defense, I think they can get to the quarterback just a little bit better. But we'll see how it plays out this upcoming week. If you enjoy the video, like, comment, share, and subscribe. We also go live each and every single week on Facebook and YouTube. We have clips of the show on Instagram and you clips to our podcast each and every single day, Spotify, Apple Podcast, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or wherever it is you listen to your podcast. I've been your host, Logan Landers. Have a tremendous day, everyone. Enjoy some college football, and we'll be back with another live episode in just a little bit. Let's find out what Logan Landers has to say in the next game preview. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 100 Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host, Logan Landers. Today, doing an NCAA Week 3 game preview between the Mississippi State Bulldogs and the LSU Tigers battle in the SEC. So if you enjoyed this video or subscribe to the podcast, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. We go live each and every single week, Facebook and YouTube, click social on Instagram at 100 Football, and our podcast. You can check out each and every single day thanks to the Belief Podcast Network. Let's talk about these Mississippi State Bulldogs real quick, man. It's looking good so far in the year. 2-0 and came off a win against Arizona last week. 39-17 was the final score in that ball game. Will Rogers threw his arm off, man. 39 of 49 on the day. Very productive. 313 yards, a 6.4 average, four touchdowns, and one interception. Not too bad at all, I'd say. 
As for the rushing game, they got a little bit involved. Usually Mississippi State, you don't see this much running, but they did get involved. Um, Dylan Johnson, 11 carries for 60 yards. And Jaquavius Marks, 8 carries for 53. Mark got a touchdown on the day. In total, Mississippi State ran the ball for 106 yards. Looking good. The receiving core was spread all over the place. A lot of guys had a bunch of catches. Ra-Ra Thomas, 5 catches, 63. Caleb Ducking, 7 for 56. Uh, Rufus Harvey, 6 for 54. Ducking also had two touchdowns on the day. Uh, Dylan Johnson, 6 for 34. Austin Williams, 5 catches for 31 and two touchdowns. And a bunch more other guys got involved, man. They were looking good all over the place. Like I say, you throw the ball that many times, you're gonna the receivers are going to love that quarterback. And that's for the defense. Like I said, only allowed 17 points in total. Um, shut them out in the fourth quarter. Uh, looking really good. Jet Johnson on the way with seven tackles. Right behind him was Jackie Matthews. Um, two sacks on the day. Um, thanks in part to Colin Duncan as well as Randy Charlton. Uh, they had three tackles for loss and nine, yes, nine passes defended to go along with three interceptions. Uh, Nathaniel Watson, Jalen Green, and Emmanuel Fords all picked the ball off during the day. Looking very solid on defense as well was Mississippi State as well as the offense clicking on all cylinders, man. Let's talk about these LSU Tigers, though, man. We all know the tough loss they had early on week one against Florida State with the Seminoles, a heartbreaking loss. But they came to play last week against the Southern Jaguars, got the big blowout win, as expected, 65-17. to On the day, right, they split the back between Garrett Nussmeyer and Jaden Daniels. Um, obviously, the score is going to be – they scored 37 points in the first quarter, for God's sake. Uh, but let's talk about J- Jaden Daniels because he is going to be the starter – um, he went 10 of 11 for 137, three touchdowns, a 99.4 QBR, uh, and a 12.5 average per throw. Pretty, yeah, like I said, light work for him. Rushing game also ran the ball all over the place. 36 carries as a team for 230 yards. Leading the way was Armani Goodwin, 12 carries for 65 and two scores. Um, they had five rushing touchdowns on the day. Uh, Jane Daniels had one, Josh Williams. I mentioned uh, Goodwin and also Noah Kane as well. The receiving core, obviously, they had a great day. Uh, 22 total receptions for 320 yards. Three touchdowns as a group, thanks to Malik Neighbors, Brian Thomas Jr., and Jack Beck. Uh, Leading the way with Neighbors, three carries for, or three catches for 81 yards. My name was Thomas Jr., um, two catches for 55. And like I said, a lot more work got in there. Obviously, for the defense, right, they had a great day. Um, Shutouts in the first half, right? Uh, they looked really solid. Desmond, or excuse me, Harold Perkins led the way with seven tackles. Uh, Jones behind him with six. They had a grand total of three sacks and four tackles for loss, as well as four passes defended, with one interception coming with Micah Bakersfield. So it looked really good as a team did LSU uh, an expected win, rightfully so. But coming into this week, it's a, it's a bit of a toss-up, right? Because you're going to have two teams looking for Mississippi State to go 3-0, LSU, they're trying to savage their season, right, get back on the right side of things, over 500, and get the win in this one. Uh, it's going to be a great game played on the 17th, 6 o'clock Eastern on ESPN for all to watch. And it's a tough one to call. Really, it is. But I think that I'm feeling in my heart, right, I'm feeling that the Mississippi State Bulldogs will get the slight win in this one. I'm going to go with Mississippi State getting the win 34 and LSU 28. I expect this one to be a close ball game, but I think Mississippi State with Will Rogers just has the slight upper hand, and I think they will get the win in this ball game. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time this show is presented by Bet Online. 
But I want to hear your thoughts. Who do you think will win this game? Who will have the best offensive, defensive showing? I would love to hear it in the comments. Like I said, we go live each and every single week on Facebook and on YouTube. Uh, like I said, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio, each and every single day. Thanks to the Believe Podcast Network. I've been your host today, Logan Landis. Have a tremendous day, everyone. Enjoy some college football, and we'll be back with another live episode. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on, and who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.